Welcome to Wine, Weed, and Whispers, everyone. Um, and we also want to welcome Miss Divine Leah Goddess to the show. Hi, y'all. <laughs> All right. So um, what are you drinking on? Smoking, whatever you doing. <laughs> okay, I am smoking. I believe this is White Hearts. And I have Taylor for it. Yeah, white runs isn't that a really good strain? I sure is. Runs, runs is my favorite strain. They have pink runs, white runs, so many types of runs. First of all, hey Cassidy, with your weed smoking ass. (laughs) I'm like, sure is. What did I rock into? (laughs) Sorry, y'all. I was getting dressed for practice at ten. I'm driving, but yes, I'm here. I'm so sorry. Hi. Hi, Cassidy. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. So, Cassidy, this is Divine Leah Goddess. Um, what I was telling you about, most amazing. <laughs> the most amazing one. She's also a Leo. Oh, ah! she is? Cassidy's yes. Leo? Yes. Leo gang, yes. <laughs> it's nice to have a... Oh, yeah. Listen, we are so nice to her. Um, (laughs) Well, they're nice to me. The world isn't nice to me. They are wonderful. I love my podcast hosts. They are, they are, they have Leo love. There's Leo love here. Yeah. Yeah. I love Leos. I don't know a Leo that I don't like, but I also have never met a Leo man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I've never okay. honestly I've I've never really um met Leo men really. Yeah. I don't know what they look like. But I've me never attracted them. You said they're attractive? No, I've never attracted them. Oh yeah, me either. I've um I get I usually get air signs. Um, so that's my that's my thing. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's always I, earth signs that find me earth signs who snatch me up and it's funny because they're like you're real and i'm like yeah and they're like oh god but i'm like hey you picked me out right so you <laughs> like something about us <laughs> just throw it out there <laughs> that is funny well i'm drinking a little rosé today um, but for shot o'clock, I'm gonna take like this a shot of what is this? Pink lemonade Smirnoff. Mm. Ooh. Um, okay. Cause I had I had made a drink Thursday to bring in um my song or whatever. Well, I guess we can get into our current events then. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I released a song yesterday. Yeah! Wow! Yeah! Send it to me. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel good that it's finally out. Like, cause I remember, I remember asking you about it, and I was like, "Should I release it in October?" And he was like, "Nope, it ain't ready." And then, boom! (laughs) Wow! Yes. And then I went back, and after we had that conversation, I actually went back and worked on it more. And then um, I even like re-recorded it, everything, and then yeah, 
that's how it happened. And I'm honestly glad that I released it now rather than then because it wasn't ready. You were definitely right about that. Wow, (laughs) congratulations on your first song. Thank you. Yay. (laughs) So um, it is a new year, though. So any updates, anything new going on, anything y'all working on? Um, go ahead. Um, okay. Um, I am working on a few new decks, uh, Oracle decks. I already have two that I, um, was supposed to launch, but now we're in retrograde, so I just have, I'm re, like, visiting it. Okay. So hopefully, by the end of this month, I can have that out. Otherwise, I've just been to myself majority of the time on my journey right now in you know a space of solitude so I'm really ready to you know get out there and explore you know because I've just been in solitude in my own house in my own home so um other than that as well I'm you know building up the courage to potentially um take care of an issue I'm dealing with in my home as well so I've been praying a lot about that, but so far so good. I, I I wouldn't say anything extreme is happening right now. Okay. Yeah. So I've been in my own peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I definitely feel you with that like space of solitude because I definitely yeah. have been alone a lot lately. Right. And like at first I was like, am I just being like? standoffish or whatever you know but it's just like I just feel like it I just really feel like being alone and yeah so I'm I'm good I'm good where I am um Cassidy what about you um so right now I'm property of my high school's basketball team because I'm coaching um part of my discombobulation um we do have saturday practice it just totally mm-hmm. slipped my mind but um but yeah coaching is going well but outside of work um i'm writing more um i'm trying to muster the courage to submit a couple scripts for some competitions and i think i'm nervous because i've submitted script upon script upon script to these screenwriting competitions and i've lost every year like I haven't even made it to the quarterfinals so this year I want to try again but I can tell my negative self-talk is like keeping me from it because I need trips and like work on them more but I think I'm scared too because I'm like I don't want to pour all this into another script and then I submitted to like four competitions and then I find out I lost all four competitions again mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get back to that because I want nothing more than to be like a director, a screenwriter. Um, honestly, I'm realizing I want to be an actress too. Um, so I'm trying to get my courage back for that and try one more time. Um, and then I'm also just writing. Um, I'm releasing a book later on this year, another book. And I came up with another um, book concept as well that I'm trying to start putting together. I have like two different novels that I'm working on simultaneously and then on top of that screenwriting 
And then, of course, coaching and counseling. So this year is going to be busy. I just I just I'm hoping that I'm finally going to see myself actually taking serious steps towards becoming a, like a genuine, like professional Hollywood level filmmaker. Wow. Well, so when is like the deadline or whatever the fuck? I'm just trying to figure out when I should kick you in the ass. I know. I knew it. Because Taylor, I was the main one fussing at Taylor to like record, to submit, to put. Record the song. Get the song. Put that out there. And so now here I am saying the same shit, but now it's a script. And now Taylor's like, great, give me the date so I can tell you when to quit being a little bitch and go submit. It's on your ass. Basically. <laughs> because the script too, Taylor knows the script. I'm like, I think Taylor needs a guest. And it's a great fucking show. script. Amazing. Wonderful. I love that script a lot. I'm I'm hoping that that script is the one. I'm praying that script is the one because I love it so much. I want to like I already know I'm gonna be like, take me to Blumhouse, take me to Jordan Peele, like immediately if yes, things go the way I want it to. Manifest that shit. Seriously, I like if they say you got it, I'm like, great, take me to freaking Blumhouse right now. <laughs> yes, the desire's there exactly. because it's meant to be there. Egg fucking exactly. So yeah. we are kicking Cassidy in the ass all together. Thank you. I need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Okay, so that's that's good. So we're all working on like solitude and our different projects or whatever. Um. Oh, the little chicken nugget. He he was found guilty. I saw. It oh, here. pocket dot is guilty. Show it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't. No, I was cleaning when I found out. That was a crazy part. I was like, oh, they might got the verdict now. Then I looked at the phone. <laughs> Girl, I was like, "Oh Lord, you know that." Did you see his daddy jokes. going off in front of the Yeah, camera. I did. Like that he was like... having like a church sermon. The way he was going off, I thought I should hear like an organ and a drum going bump. I wonder what they churches like in Canada. Yes, no, I seen it, girl. I seen it. I was like, Lord, I couldn't even watch the whole video. And you know me, I just be like, you know what? I'm sleepy. He said Rock Nation is going to fall because of this. And I'm like, what Beyonce and Jay-Z got to do with it? Oh, I don't know, girl. But that was just crazy. I was like, y'all did all that bullying that woman and doing all that just for him to steal. <laughs> all charges. Every last one. I'm like, see, that's your karma. Stop fucking with them Aquariuses. We done told y'all. <laughs> well, my whole thing is that he talking about some, I'm gonna release a song on Friday telling my side of the story. I knew he was lying because I'm like, you doing a whole lot of everything Ooh. except for actual trying to prove your innocence. <laughs> he had a whole, I ain't listening to that shit. Cause I was Didn't he like, release like a whole album? Yes, it was an entire album and I was like, I'm, I'm not, no. No. 
All I gotta say is shit. That's that's top tier gaslighting. I will tell you, he, he so, broke the bar. I'm so glad that Kaylani and JoJo removed his verses from my two favorite songs by them because yeah. I still don't be noticing. I I don't. I be done. I'm like, damn, he was on that song, huh? He was on Can I? He was I'm not now because it makes it even better now. Because it, it wasn't bad without him. So I was just like, well, shit, I, I don't forget at this point that he was even I've on there. I've known that version is with just Kehlani and Kehlani only. And to me, it is a lesbian icon song. So it's it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to like just love on Kehlani in different ways. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that is not what we're here to talk about. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, you're not yeah, wrong. Um <laughs> What a wonderful woman. Um, wait, does she identify as a woman? She, they. So I think she, oh. I think Kaylani prefers they. They, um, sorry. Okay. But I know that Kaylani's pronouns are she, they. So. Okay. So it's, okay. Yeah. All right. Make note of that. I always forget sometimes. Um, hey, so let's, you know. yeah, I gotta get better with that. I, I do forget a lot of people. But that's because I, you know, I just know a lot of people. So. <laughs> Not that I know her, but <laughs> I do forget I mean, though. Be. Yeah, it would be. But no, like even like when people in my life, like sometimes I'll forget, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, I feel so terrible." I'm like, no, yeah. it's fine. Like we get it. <laughs> like no, because I don't want to keep like being, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful. Of course. So, yeah. But, okay, let's get into our astrology segment. So, it is Capricorn season. Yay! We love the Capricorns. <laughs> um, so, right now we have Mercury in retrograde in Capricorn. Um, so, with that, we're going to, like, be facing a lot of our challenges very much head on. Um, getting a lot of rewards for our hard work at the end of it or you know some people if you already been doing the work you probably get it during the retrograde so never know but um so there's that we have a full moon in cancer and this one is called a wolf moon and what's interesting about that is like i do my own like readings um sometimes and so i pulled this oracle and it literally said wolf moon so i'm like something something significant is gonna happen during this move this wolf moon i don't know what it is but it's giving very much sign in your face i just punched you in the throat i'm letting you know <laughs> so it was cool it was cool so yeah, I got that. So full moon in cancer. Basically, whatever emotions, whatever you're feeling, just let it out because that it's just the time. <laughs> it's definitely time. If you hold it in, you just you gonna hurt yourself. So and we now also have Venus in Aquarius. Um, so a lot of like unconventional people and values are starting to show up and show out. Um it's giving it's giving sneaky link season. That's what it's giving. I'm in the mood. So um and then also <laughs> experimenting with new money, adventures, things of the sort. 
So, and I got this information from Time Space Style Cat and Stylecaster.com. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Great astrology. Um, so now we're gonna get into our topic for today, which is soul ties, soulmates, and twin flames. Um so I wanted to ask you, Leah, if you could please um, define what a soul tie is as well as a soulmate and a twin flame so that everyone knows what it is that we're talking about. Okay, so um, a soul tie would be someone you would have a um, soul contract with. Anything with a soul, just like soulmates, same thing, a soul contract. So a soul tie would be, you know, family, immediate family, and people that you meet and connect with. Also, you know, you can still be tied to that person, even if you were to, even a friend, okay, a friend, um, lovers, family members, okay, those are all soul ties. Same thing as soulmates, those could be like intertwined together. So, um, for soul ties, I feel as if, um, soul ties with lovers could be a bit different because even if you were to break up with someone that you, um, connected with, you could still be connected to that person. So you would have to cut the cord energetically and release all connection to them in order for that to be released. Same thing with family, like, for example, if there's, like, a traumatic, you know, trauma surrounding family, which a lot of people do deal with where they can't really deal with family, same thing. You would have to cut the cord energetically and release all ties with that um, individual or people. Twin flames, I feel like twin flames are, are really rare. Um... I feel like twin flame is just very, is becoming very mainstream. So everybody is um, thinking that they may be dealing with a twin flame or it just may be a soulmate instead of a twin flame. So I feel like twin flames are just like, uh, kind of like yin yang. It's like a split in between a soul. So you are basically that person that is a reflection. Um, so there may be a lot of lessons with twin flames, more so twin fl flames, a lot of challenges with twin flames as well. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And I'm glad you clarified like the soul contract, like being like mm -hmm. family, mm -hmm. friends, lovers, because a lot of people try and make soul ties out to be something that you can only get from sex. <laughs> right, right. You can, yeah. you can definitely get that from right. anything, you know, deeper than the that. First so tie you have is with your parents. So, hello, because mm -hmm. that's the ultimate connection. That's why it's good to ask your parents, like your mother and your father, what type of, you know, feel how do they feel while you know your mother was like pregnant with you. It's good to ask those questions you know, what they went through, what may have happened, um, what your mother may have eaten. All of those things play a huge factor into who you are. Um, 
because that place is, you know, that energy, you're connected to your mother and your father because, again, that all corresponds with each other. So. Right. And I know, like, with my mom, I I asked her, I was trying to get, like, more info about her pregnancy because, like, to this day, like, I still have never seen a picture of my mom pregnant with me, like. I don't I don't know what happened. So, you know, I, I asked like different details, but she she just don't remember a lot. Like I know I'm old, but I just feel like damn, like you should know something. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, I was like, Well, how did you find out you were pregnant? And she at first she had she was like, I don't really know. Then she was like, Oh, I found out at the health department. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> All right. But it was like little stuff like that. Like I'm just trying to get as many details as possible that she can remember, but she just she was just like like it's it's been a while like she was just like I know I had you vaginally mm-hmm. I know like the labor wasn't that long you know like she was like I know I ain't have morning sickness that much with you mm-hmm. um and that was that was pretty much it that's all I really know at this point but of course I'm gonna ask more questions now that you have enlightened me that that is yes. <laughs> pretty much my first soul time <laughs> Like, where was she at, like, mentally, you know? How was she feeling in that aspect, if she remembers, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can add, I can add something with that because, you know, my mom said that she had a very hard time when she was pregnant with me. And, like, my dad was awful to my mother when she was pregnant with me. Um, I think that's why I go nuclear when I hear men, like, blatantly doing stuff to, like, mistreat their pregnant wife. Because um, it led to my mom, like, not wanting to have any more kids with my dad. Because she was, like, you know, she told me, she's like, your dad was so horrible mm-hmm. to me when I was pregnant with you. And, yeah, so. Yeah. It's, it's I wonder how, like that does play into like me and my birth and everything like that because like apparently like I was jaundiced and like my heart rate was all stressed and things like that while I was inside her you know I had a bowel movement inside of her when I was born like it's a, it was a lot going on yes yeah like for me like I from what I understand like I didn't I didn't have a, anything like and my dad I remember I told I was talking to my dad and he always says this, like, I just never had to worry about you. Like, I just never had to worry about you. Like, I was just always the kid that they just never had to worry about. And I'm like, uh-huh. even, you know, even as a as a child, like, as a baby, like, they just, they gave me my Legos, they let me do whatever. And it really was, like, we didn't have to worry about you. You know, like, it's on, like, I wonder how that plays into who I am now. Because I am very, very, like, independent as a person i hate having to depend on people and i feel like it's just been like that my whole life like they always feel like oh we ain't gotta worry about her you know <laughs> they never really i mean you know i did my mom was overbearing and you know smothered me and kept me inside but as far as like you know me doing my work or anything that i was supposed to be doing like they never worried about that and then um, my dad, I remember him saying that as soon as he found out my mom was pregnant, like, my mom wasn't working no more. He he told her not to work. Like, he went and got two jobs. He got two jobs, and he was like, nope, for the duration of your pregnancy and for up, up until she turns one, like, you're not working. Mm-hmm. So, 
That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, no, not my dad. Hell no. Yeah, no, not no. mine either. <laughs> not mine either. I can't say. I, yeah, I don't remember my mom saying anything like that. So I feel like, you know, you're a lucky woman. Literally. Yeah, she, yeah, she just didn't have nothing to worry about. <laughs> hey, that's a beautiful thing. Yes, it's beautiful. I think every pregnant woman should have that experience. Like, I don't understand people that, I don't know, they're kind of like, you're pregnant, so I'm going to expect you to do more to prove that, you know, you're not fragile. I don't know, it's weird. Like, I remember this guy, his wife was pregnant and she wanted to get a cleaner to just help around the house and make it easier on her. And she, he was like, no, like, you're not injured. You can still clean and do all this I know, other stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, and it wasn't even because they couldn't afford it. It was because he just didn't like the idea of his wife not, I don't know, being a slave, I guess. Like, it's weird sometimes. Like, I don't know. People just it scares me how some men get even meaner when their partner is pregnant. Then mm-hmm. as a person who had that, has a father like that, that's why I'm just so big about like, just treat pregnant women like queens. Like whenever I find that soulmate of mine or tw- whatever the hell, whenever I find my person and like, she's pregnant, like, oh my God, I would like lose my mind if she lifted like a cup and I'm like, what are you doing? Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I just, I don't, I believe every pregnant woman deserves to just feel like a queen and because you're doing something that like, it's a lot of shit going on with your body. You are growing a human inside of you. And I don't understand like why people wouldn't want to just pour love and calmness and gentleness into that woman or person, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Yep. If you ain't if you ain't coming like my dad, don't come at all, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, like, like even as I'm a, I'm a woman, like I would still treat my partner and be like, hey, we're gonna double do this correctly, you know? Mm-hmm. But and like, okay, so with the soulmates, um, so, isn't there, like, multiple kinds of a soulmate? Because I, I remember hearing about, like, karmics and... Yes. There's, so, there's definitely different types of soulmates. Um, people cling to the title of soulmate, and they think it's, like, you know, they pair it with that definition of it's meant to be, or, you know, technically it is, but... You know, you may be destined to meet a soulmate and a soulmate may come into your life, but that doesn't mean that they, you know, it's permanent. So a soulmate could be family, soulmate could be friend, it could be a lover, really anyone that is of significance to you and that has some sort of longevity in your life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like when I when I oh go ahead. Okay, karmics are like you know when karmics come into your life, it's the most challenging relationship that you you'd ever go through. Like karmics could also be family members. That's why it's like intertwined with soulmates. 
Um, so they are like the most challenging relationships where once you overcome it, you know, the rewards really flood your life, but it's all about the journey, you know. Some people get caught up in the journey and, you know, waiting on a karmic or um, putting a lot of their time and energy into it, even if it's not working. Like, it's a huge mountain. It's a huge obstacle in your life, and it holds you back, basically. You know it's a karmic if it holds you back completely. Every time you get up, you're knocked over because that's, that person is just there, a block in your life. Once you release it, that's when everything changes for you. Your, your reality shifts everything. Like the blessings come pouring in and then you realize it's like, okay, was it this person? That's how you know it's a karmic. Ooh. Oh, you just described my relationship with my father. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like Taylor knows my relationship with my dad, and it's like he's like my Lex Luthor to my Superman. Wow. When you when you were describing it, um, it reminded me of my last relationship. <laughs> Same. Nah, that was describe it. Like, yes. Baby, that was karmic. I wasn't going nowhere with that nigga. I God was like, uh-uh. I got over, well, during the process of me getting over my karmic, I, like, my purpose found me. And then after that, like, I couldn't even think about this man. After that, once you know, it's like in and out, on and off, back and forth. A tussle, conflict. It's like a tug of war with this person. And then yeah. you know they're holding you back, right? And you finally you just let it go. That's when things completely shift for you. And that's not even the only thing. Friendships too. I had karmic friends. Mm-hmm. My reality completely shifts. I couldn't understand why I couldn't get up. Yeah. I couldn't get up. But finally, when I release, I let I let it go. Well, and that's when I figured out, okay, this is time to just move forward, move on with my life, so I can have the happiness I deserve. We I mean, deserve. I cut off a fourteen-year friendship because wow. I was just like. Years. I did, and, and it's, it, I'm not going to lie, like, it's sad, but I don't mm-hmm. miss that person because the friends that I have now, I, I, I don't know, like, it's just, like, it was, like, I have all of these friends, but she was the friend that just, it felt like it, you know, mm-hmm. with what my other friends were going for, what we were looking towards, and what we were trying to do, and, like, how we supported each other, and it's, like, you know, it sucks when you are like, this is not working. I need to let this go. But when I did release that friendship, I don't know, my, my life got more peaceful. Yes. You know, things were peaceful. Things were quiet. Like, you know, my friends and I, we just, we, we, we uh, bitch about work and the occasional dating drama or whatever like that. But it was just like, it wasn't anything toxic or like just not healthy, you know? Yes. Yeah. So. Like, 
Yeah, I I felt my reality shift like when I when I left him alone, bro. And first of all, me leaving was explosive. Like that was a, a horrible day. Like I remember that day like it was yesterday. Still it, proud it of you. Just, everything. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> everything that could have went wrong that day just went fucking wrong. Like and I was just like, you know what? I felt like I was just set up for failure today. But I was like, nope, you got to go. Like, And I had been already thinking about leaving, but I was just like, no, I want my stuff. Like, He going to try to take my stuff. And God was like, no, I got more stuff for you. It's, that ain't yours no more. Leave it. <laughs> like, so I, I, But I didn't want to. And so that's why all that craziness had to happen that day, because it was like, if it wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't have left. So, and I haven't known chaos like that since. But, you know, I find myself today, like, still afraid, like, is there something else, like, coming that's just as nuts? Like, I don't know. But, you know, I guess that's, like, me just being traumatized. But, yeah, I haven't known chaos like that since. Yes. When you start um, risking your peace, that's how you know, like, literally. Oh, the peace was gone. I love it. No, but that's really how it be. Like you be like, there is no peace in this. What? (laughs) Like you be I feel like you meet people that just make you feel like you're living in like a spiritual and emotional war zone, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I feel like has anybody ever felt like they had a person in their life that felt like they were like a battle? Like they just then dealing with them was like its own war, its own battle. Yes. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Con- like, every single day. That's just how you know. Yeah, and like it's crazy because during that time was when I started to I was searching for peace. So I that's when I started kind of like discovering myself spiritually and kind of like awakening. Um yeah. So I wouldn't say like it necessarily caused it, but I'll I'll say like, you know, I I I discovered myself spiritually during that time. Mm-hmm. And that was when I started to awaken. And then I'm crazy enough, that was when I discovered that I can do music and that I know what I'm doing when it comes to music. Like I discovered a lot of stuff about myself during that that actually got better once I left. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why I'm not all the way pissed about it. Cause I'm like, I would have never thought to even write music or anything of the sort, you know, <laughs> yeah. without that. Like, I don't know, but my music yeah. is way better now, now that I left, you know, so. And that's a blessing. That's mm-hmm. a blessing in itself. That's why you always have to release in order to receive. Sometimes you really block your blessing. Holding on to shit. <laughs> yep. Let it go. Like, even emotionally. Yeah. Let that yeah. shit go. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like when I first heard about Twin Flames, like when I first heard about Twin Flames, I was told that it was hell. So that's why I was like, when I, when I first started seeing people like tweeting about it, and you know, making it seem like this glamorous, like <laughs> yeah, no, I almost yeah, I, was like, I have to admit, I almost got sucked in by this twin flame. Really? Like, yes, I'm gonna be so transparent. 
I almost, at the beginning of my journey, I almost got sucked in by Twin Flame. That's why I'm such an advocate. Please, please <laughs> not to put the title because that's when, th- that's when you really, psychologically, no. It's just a no. It's just too much on the mental because mm. the Twin Flame dynamic, oh, they romanticize it. It's not what you think it is, you know? Yeah. You don't always end up with your twin flame. Some are in union, some are not meant to be. It just really depends on the person. And at that, it's very rare. So. Yeah. Same thing with soulmates, too. Soulmates are very common. But, again, when you put names on things, it's just not good for like mentally spiritually right and i think like when um i remember like when nipsey hustle died and they were talking a lot about you know experiencing people rather than trying to possess them mm-hmm. and that really stuck with me because i'm like mm-hmm. i am that kind of person like where i just i don't want to let nobody go mm-hmm. like but i had to like detach from that because i'm like you are you know it's whether or not you got to let the person go it was an experience it was a lesson it was something you had to learn from that person you don't meet nobody by accident but Mm -hmm. that don't mean that you got to keep them in your life you know right sure that was something that that really like stuck with me when it came to them yeah so with the so with the soul tie, how do you know that you have a soul tie with somebody and um are they all unhealthy? Um, you know when this person most likely if it's like a family member, other than a family member, a friend or a lover, they are constantly back and forth in and out of your life or um You can't stop thinking about them. You may have dreams about them. You have certain things that remind you of them. Um, It's like you always, usually the universe usually sends you a sign of them, you know, about to contact you or communicate with you. Um, You remember, like have like a, maybe a thought about them. Or you feel the need to contact them. Like, you know. Okay. If you really pay attention, you know? But yeah, that's interesting. you of this person, either um, just before they contact you, or um, if it's a lover or someone you, you know, you have a connect, you had a connection with, Every time you have a thought or something to remind you, it's a, you know, a message or communicating, them communicating with you. That's what I've noticed. This happens to me. I've tracked it. (laughs) It happens too. I don't believe in coincidences. Every single time I have a thought about a person, they, they are on my energy. They contact either a few days, a week, it could even be a month. Hmm. I think I think my mom up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, if I think about my mom, 
or something. And it could be good or bad. And she's gonna hit me up. I hate when it's bad though. Like if I think about something bad, like with my mom, and she hit me up, and I'm like, no, what's especially around this full moon and cancer? Because my mom literally texted me not too long ago, like thirty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't spoke to her in a few days, so she just texted me. But yeah, uh, I do that with my mom all the time. <laughs> Real quick, I have to sign off. I have to go start practice. We got media day, but this has been amazing. This mm-hmm. has been so spiritually nurturing, and I just want to thank you so much for your Leah. Absolutely. You enjoy the best of your day. You enjoy your practice. It was yeah. good to you, my love. And yeah, Taylor, guys. I'll text huh? you later. Yay. <laughs> Because I miss your voice. Mm-hmm. I miss you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to spill some tea and we need to talk. I miss you. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, you all. And I will talk to you in the next episode, Tay. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Drink water. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. Um, let me. We definitely need water. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I do that with my mama all the time. I think her up and then she's pop up and text me. Yes. So I'm like, that's lit. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so why do you feel like twin flames became glamorized? Um, I just see it on social media i just see with these twin flame posts just everywhere tiktok twitter um youtube and then i read the comments and i see people just really oh i hope he comes back and all this stuff is just really it's to me i have sympathy for these people because it's like i just know how it feels to be waiting on someone it's just I don't believe in waiting on anyone. Right. And it just said something to the subconscious, to your, you know, mental. It's not healthy to be, you know, waiting for someone to come back. And then I just feel like, you know, a lot of these people with these twin flame readings, they get a lot of views. They get a lot. Mm. A lot of people. So you mean to tell me everyone in the comments has a twin flame? <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, it's just I don't like seeing it. I but just again it I is think, my opinion, but you know, like I don't like seeing it. It's just not healthy for them. Yeah, like Even in I don't my know own comments. Like sometimes I see people saying, Oh, um, I hope he comes back with certain readings I have along my journey on TikTok too. It's like I don't like seeing it. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> I think for me, I'm just like, I just be wondering, like, how did it get so popular? You know, like, because I'm like, who taught y'all what that is? Because I know for me, like, when I when I learned what it was, it was not put to me like, oh, yeah, that's, this is what you want. Yeah. You know, like, it was like the complete opposite. So I'm like, who taught y'all what that is? Because why are y'all so obsessed with these readings and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying I never was in a position where I was obsessed with readings. Like, generally, I remember I used to be watching readings Dang, all the time. I, like, <laughs> but I don't know. I never got, like, on the twin flame thing because, mm-hmm. you know, I've always had, like, a 
an ick, I guess, about love in the first place. So, yeah. like, the whole, like, waiting for a twin flame that just, it never appealed to me. Right. It's just, it does something to the psych. Like, when he, once you are focusing so much on something outside of yourself, you know, there's something wrong. Like, that is something wrong in that picture. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, how are you growing? Like, I don't know. Right. Life is about evolving. If that person's holding you back, and especially you know mentally, that because that's where it hits you first. Then you can't even focus on anything else because you're so focused on this one person. While you know life is going, it's going. Yeah, I think that that's like one of my like pet peeves about love in general. I still haven't figured out how to like be like in love or you know love somebody without like distracting myself from what I'm supposed to be doing you know mm -hmm. with them I I can't focus on both still I and I have to admit I am the same way I am in a long distance so I have time to focus on myself still but when he's here I see I get what you mean. I definitely get what you mean. Yeah. It's really hard for me as well. I'm still learning that. Cause I was single for three years, so before I got into this relationship, so Yeah, so it's just we're all still healing and trying to um work on ourselves in that aspect yeah I feel like that's like one area that I just don't touch for whatever reason mm -hmm. but I remember seeing um one tweet this girl was just like you know a lot of times we don't grow in that area because we're scared to I guess talk to people or attach ourselves to people because of it and so, like, some stuff you can't learn outside of a connection. I'm like, girl, I don't want to learn in a connection no more. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I hear you. So, so overall, like, is a, is a soulmate something that you look for or is it something that you attract to yourself? I feel like you definitely attract, definitely attract soulmates. Yeah, I feel like that too. But is it possible, like, that you could end up or, you know, be destined to be with somebody that's not technically, y'all don't have a soul contract? Like, uh, or is it always like that? Everyone you meet is a soul contract. Everyone. It's like, it's a lot of people, but, like, it's a soul contract. Even with them, they made a contract with you before you came here. Most likely, we've had past lives with these same people because every soul on this planet that has, has you know, came here is not new. It's not a new soul. Right. It's recycled souls. So wow. we're all making contracts with each other. Even if you were to look for someone, 
you were to meet someone like intentionally, it's still a contract. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. So we don't meet any of these people by accident, huh? Because mm -mm. oh, within your Jesus. own reality, you notice that everything is just not a coincidence. Everything that happens, if you really pay attention and you observe your own life, you know, you're self-aware, you notice that nothing is a coincidence. So you would know these people that you're meeting, the people in your life itself is not a coincidence either. You meeting them, um, you sharing your energy with them, all of that. Uh, that made me want to look back at like everybody like what did yeah. I learn from this person what yeah. was I supposed to get from that yes and exactly that's why we're here all about learning it's a learning experience it makes things easier when you understand why you're here because this is a this is a school this is all learning that's why everything you do comes with the test Mm -hmm. think about school literally like when yep. you're supposed to what the goal, end goal is to get a good grade so you can what graduate mm -hmm. so once you pa pass the test there's rewards there's always there's no situation where you're not going to get tested or you're not going to feel challenged it's, that's just what it is here you know yeah, understand that you you can you know navigate better. You can transmute better. I think my main test is um just waiting. Like I don't know how to be still and just wait. Right. Like, like oh, like God is about to show up. He about to do this and that. But you just gotta wait. I'm like that is the worst thing you can yeah. tell me to do. <laughs> what you mean I gotta just wait? He want me to do nothing. I can't do anything. Be still. Okay. Like, okay, but I got three days though. Um, right. Like, <laughs> this has happened on happened to me on so many occasions. It still happens to me. I get it. Like, I completely understand. <laughs> I cannot stand that test, but I'm like, I keep getting it because I feel like, like, like I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, like I get it at the end. But I feel like God is waiting for me to get it, like, in the middle of the test. Like, yeah. okay, you need to understand the importance of waiting before you get your reward. And I still, to this day, I'm just like, dude, like, today, tomorrow, what are we doing? <laughs> and Out here shuffling cards and shit. Like, I don't know. Right? <laughs> like, same energy you get, even when you get frustrated or angry, angry when the um test comes it's like when you realize okay I know what this is now what am I gonna do I can't control it so what am I gonna do you gotta really you gotta talk to yourself you gotta God. talk to yourself like okay I know what this is I can't I can't I know I can <laughs> But why? Why me? Like, why? Oh. Why am I the one that got to wait? Everybody else ain't got to. Okay, I don't know Especially what everybody else got to do. Mm. 
for real. Retrogrades is just like, but I always, I get that test all the time. Like, it's just ridiculous. I've been getting it since I was a kid. But at no point did I learn to just sit and wait and be patient and be okay with that waiting period. Like, you know, do something else, like meditate, you know, do communicate, talk to God, like whatever. But I just be like, listen, I need you to do this. <laughs> I'm so controlling. <laughs> Oh, Lord. One of these days, I'm going to get it, though. I'm going to get it. My Saturn return coming up. <laughs> wow. How do you feel about that? I feel I feel good about it because I do feel like over these past few years, I feel like I've gotten closer to what it is that I'm supposed to be doing with my life anyway. So I'm like, I don't think it's going to be a very hard time in my life because okay. I think I'm already, you know, almost there i just think the saturn return probably just gonna be that last push yeah and you know so however that saturn goes in pisces? <laughs> huh are you a saturn in pisces yes wow i know a saturn few saturn in pisces, pisces retro? in my life huh i know i know a few saturn in pisces in my life mm-hmm. and it's in retrograde Wow. Okay, so Saturn will be in retrograde. Yeah, Saturn and Pisces in retrograde. So I did a Saturn return calculator. They said I think it's February and March of 2025. That's gonna be like the exact one. So, like, well, hopefully it'll just be a celebration, and I don't have to go through another one of those moments. But no. I, I can't I control it. Go into it with you know positive intention. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord. I will be right after this. So what's where's your Saturn? Mine uh, is a Saturn in Aries. Oh. Okay. So, uh, we will see. <laughs> Absolutely. So then, what is the moral of the story? Um, I want to say the moral of the story is you don't meet nobody by accident. Right. <laughs> it's all written. Yeah. It's all planned. Period. And I would say the moral of the story is Go with the flow. No need to label. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody is not your twin flame. Stop doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm exactly. call y'all mama. Okay. So now that we got the moral of the story, it is now shot o'clock. <laughs> okay. We are going to, so we're going to say cheers to, hmm. I'll just say cheers to growth. Like, I've been out here growing. Cheers to growth and evolution. Yes. And mm -hmm. out here doing it. Okay. 
Okay. Just took a that kind of hit Taylor for it. Just, yeah, just putting that out there. Huh? I took a shot of Taylor Port, just putting that out there. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's some strong stuff. People it don't is. understand. It's I didn't know it was going to be this strong. It's good, though. And it's so sweet. That's what it. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a dessert wine. I was like, oh, it's a dessert wine. And so it was like, yeah, them dessert wines, they sneak up on you. I'm like, oh, my Lord. Y'all tell me this halfway through the bottle. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? But yeah, it's Taylor Port is is in its own lane. It is. I recommend. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Oh, Leah do not be getting y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, so let's get into the song of the week. So, what's your song of the week? Um, my song of the week. Sorry, I'm thinking about it. I was just listening to it in the car. <laughs> it's called Energy, but I don't remember the name of the artist. <laughs> I have to go search it, but it's called Energy. I'm gonna just wait till you wait. Are you looking for the artist? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna just wait till you give me the artist. <laughs> oh, Lord, that shot is just wow. <laughs> did you, you wait? What was your shot? What did you take? It was a shot of um, pink lemonade Smirnoff. I found oh. it. It is Runtown. By at um excuse me, it's energy by Runtown. By Runtown, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Um, so my song of the week is "Snooze" by SZA. So I really love SZA's album. What was Ugh. your What was the name of it? Snooze. Snooze. Is it? Mm. Yeah, it's on SOS. The one she um released what last month. Or maybe the month before, I don't know. I haven't listened to the new songs yet. Okay. But yeah, SOS is really good. Yeah, she's she's amazing. And I I love this last album. Everybody keeps trying to make it like, oh my god, I don't like her songs because she got low self-esteem. I'm like, bro, like y'all ain't never been there before. Her album though, (laughs) like (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) Like first of all, <laughs> what do they expect? Girl, no, they always trying to come for her. But I'm like, we've all been there. But also, like, I love like the weekend. Like, that's one of my favorite songs. But I've never like knowingly been a side chick. Yeah, I just love the song. They always have to go deep into it. Like, it's a good song. 
Yeah, like a good song is a good song. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> like, uh, I love the weekend. That's a great song. Yeah, like, and when an artist can get you to kind of like detach from your own experience mm -hmm. to love on their song, like they did their yeah. job. I'm sorry, you know. So there's that. Okay, so let's get into our quotes. So my quote came from my journal. Um, it says, the more personal, the more powerful. So I just feel like with anything we do, like the more personal we make it, you know, I, I really was thinking about like spiritual things and, you know, even like when we cook with recipes and we make it our own. You know, if you like follow things by the letter, a lot of times it just don't taste the way you want it to taste, right? So I'm like, as long as you put your spin on it, then it's really good. And I feel like that about spirituality. Like, mm -hmm. we don't have to follow things just as another person put it. You know, we can make it our own. And I think that makes it more powerful. Absolutely. So. I love that. Yeah. And my quote is... Ask and you shall receive. I just feel like it's just important for us to affirm over our lives as much as we can so we can train our minds. Um, and it's really good for spiritual health. That's just it. Affirmations. Ask and you shall receive whatever you need and it'll be. I love that. Yes. A little bit, cause God, God be telling me that. You like make a wish. I'm like, okay, granted. And be specific. <laughs> be specific with it too. Yeah, People be very don't specific. Understand how powerful they are. Yeah, yeah. I learned. I learned that um, not too long ago. Just how powerful like my words are, mm -hmm. and you know me requesting certain things and whatever. So, and I learned I had to get specific. Um, in that area of like relationships and love and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, okay, well, if you just ask for a sneaky link, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> like, so if you want a husband, you better write out what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I ended up doing that. I ended up doing that. So I'm like, okay, whoever that is, is on the way. <laughs> yes. I always say the easiest way is writing a letter. Mm. You know, okay. Writing a letter in a journal. Is that what they call scripting? Yes. Okay. Because I was wondering what that was. Way. If you don't know what to say, write it out so you can plan it better. Okay. So write a letter to the person that you want or like to the too. kind of person. You can do that, that too and with anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or either like write a letter to your future self or something like that. To your future self, to God, to source. Okay. I think I'm going to try that. Because I, I love writing anyway. Like I, I journal every day. So I love doing that. My favorite thing. Okay, so now that we got the quotes out of the way, that is the end of today's episode of Wine and Rants. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wine, weed, and whispers. 
I am intoxicated, guys. Okay. (laughs) I'm so intoxicated. Jesus Christ. Okay. But anyways, yes, that is the end of today's episode of Wine Weed and Rant. Wine Weed and Whispers. And um (laughs) I want y'all to just drink your wine. Drink your water, please. Um Love each other. Be kind. Thank you so much, Leah, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you so much, Taylor. Thank you. Yes, we appreciate you too. And we will be back again on February the 1st. So we're taking a little break um, for, we've got a couple birthdays and um, holidays and stuff like that. So February 1st, we'll be back. We'll see y'all. Bye.